Hello and welcome. This is Vanessa Graulich, and today I want to talk to you how to become a tutor and make money. Tutoring. What is a tutor and what is tutoring? Well, when I talk about tutoring, I'm talking about professional tutors, basically people that say, I just want to be a private tutor. And that's basically what I'm going to start today. If you want to become a private tutor, is I'm not going to tell you super easy. It's right now extremely competitive because thanks to the internet, yes, now we have all these tools that we can teach. But um, I believe, and I have, I read, literally I went through the process of going through like, you know, the internet and then you can tutor online. And I was kind of like one of the first people that would tell people like, no, we could do online. And I remember people would be like, I know, but I really want to be next to you and see. And I will be like, I promise you that if you do it online, <laughs> you're going to enjoy it. So I went through that curve when people didn't really want to do online tutoring. And then obviously a new generation of students came, a new generation of parents also came and they're like, I don't want to drive over there. Can we do online tutoring? And that's how now tutoring has just become so profitable too. There's a lot of tutoring companies online and I don't want to call them tutoring companies. A lot of these companies are like a match, you know, like a matchmaker. Oh, I'm looking for this tutor. And then they match with, you know, that tutor. But in my case, I feel like if you become a private tutor, then you, it's, it's kind of hard to work, to be honest with you, to work for those companies because they have so many tutors that, yes, it's a good way to promote yourself, but I'm just going to tell you it is not that easy because, for example, I am 40 years old, and if I want to go ahead and tutor, I'm right now competing with other much younger generations that now, of course, education has changed. That basically, you know, they say like, oh, I have like three master's degree to put it away. So tutoring has become now, I think, like a really competitive job where people have realized, especially, you know, the millennials, they say like, well, you know what? I could tutor, I could travel. And that's basically how I saw tutoring. I said, if I'm able to tutor and do it from home, then I can do whatever I want and I can travel and I can do and I can go to China. And that's basically how I achieve traveling and doing things because I tutor. How do you become a tutor? Let's start from there. How did you find students? Before finding students, you should make a plan of what's going to be your tutoring business. I think like if you're an algebra tutor, you should start with algebra. Uh, anything from third grade all the way to all high school is gonna be very profitable because third and fourth and fifth grade, this is when like real math, happens to students when like counting is not cute anymore and you start doing multiplication division and this is the point where pa uh, the, the parents start panicking and that's a leverage that students have at that point because they say he's not doing well she's not doing well figure it out well i'm going to tell you when you have that type of clientele when you have like the you know like the elementary school middle school multiplication is the first thing you need to attack so that's the thing that will make you a good tutor. You need to always evaluate your student. So, you know, you kind of ask the questions and obviously experience is going to make you a little bit, you know, better and a little bit more efficient. Obviously at the beginning, I will be like 40 minutes with a parent and I will be like, oh my God. If you, once you pass the experience, then I had a, like a form and I said, okay, is it she, is it da, 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 da? And then I will do my check and I say, okay, from here, now that I understand how the student's deficiencies to put it away, what he or she is good, 
and also what she or her is really uh, you know bad and good i will basically make like a like a list and then i will attack the student that way and they didn't even know that what i was trying to do in a, because of course when you come as a kid to a tutor you don't want to be there who wants to be you know next to a tutor and let's do math so one of the things that once I had that plan, then I will, the first thing I will do the first five minutes and you always, you know, especially because you're selling time when you're tutoring and you have to be very efficient. The first five minutes, I had to break the ice with a student. So that's how you break the ice. So the first thing I will say like, oh, so what do you like? Do you like playing basketball? Do you like playing this? Because then I said, if I'm able to connect with something that we both share, then this kid is basically going to open the heart and then the brain. Because that's what happens. It's like basically going into, you know, a first, like a date and you're both and then you both laugh and you're like, okay, now things are going to move smoother, right? So I always feel like especially um, like, like, like those students that are very shy, honestly, like the more you smile and I will always make sure that I smile and smile and then you, you kind of start seeing like, <laughs> and it's coming and it happens and then it happens so very important personality and charisma is i believe 99 percent of the success of having the students saying wow i really learned it not only that when your student comes for the first time you have to be so energetic and so pleasant to the student because it's like again you're meeting the student for the first time once you make that connection, sometimes it doesn't happen the first time. Sometimes it might happen the third or the fourth time. But once you get that bond, that's it. Most likely that student is going to be with you for a long time because then you start. And the beauty of it, if you become a professional tutor, is that you see this student progress from third grade all the way to their master's degrees. I am so grateful. I have been able, and I put two interviews of two students, that I was able to see them from geometry all the way to having their master's degrees and now they're getting married and God, I have met students that now have children and I feel like, yes, I'm a hundred years old, but it's fascinating just to basically see, you know, the educational path and be part of it. So the other thing about tutoring, how much money can a tutor make? Well, that depends on the area. Obviously right now there is so much supply of tutors, right? That the price of tutoring basically like for example when i started doing tutoring i i was able to charge and just put an example we're talking about here this is a long time ago like maybe more than 10 years i was able to charge 45 to 50 dollars an hour but i was in a private um i had a lot of like very expensive schools around me and that was my clientele country day a ransom like a lot of basically like all of these schools that that uh, I don't know like they were just basically obviously parents that have resources to pay a tutor and I was a still I was a still low I will ask the students at that time I was like because obviously they had like four or five tutors and she was like oh yeah I'm gonna go right now to my English tutor and I will be like oh do you mind telling me how much do you pay your English tutor I like 80, 120 an hour. So at that time, even though $50, which is a lot, I mean, that's how I perceive the money. But at that time, and I was thinking, wow, I can't believe it. 80 bucks to 120 bucks. We're talking about the beginnings of 2000. So this is how the world of tutoring, again, I was in Miami 
uh, was very uh, profitable to put it away. Things have changed because you have more tutors. Now you have no more tutors, but basically you have more people available online. You're also having a, a whole generation graduating with a master's degree saying like, I'm going to do the same. I'm going to go ahead and tutor and, you know, travel around the world, do whatever. So now tutoring business is the, the tutoring business to become a tutor has become uh, competitive, but don't give up. And I'm going to tell you why, because everyone, most likely everyone is going to need a math tutor. And that's the beauty of tutoring math. When do you make really good money? Obviously, algebra tutors are going to make good money, but the more you know, the better. So this is the path that you should follow. If you are really good, for example, my, my bread and butter, to put it away, was doing finance and accounting because there are not that many tutors that teach those type of classes. So if you want to tutor, what you want to do is to figure it out how to, how to, um, I'm sorry, my daughter just came in and distracted me. Okay, so working on. So like I was saying before, um, so you have to go through levels, right? And I think like when you do algebra, that's good money. When you do algebra and geometry, money gets better. And obviously the more you can do, like for example, it's really hard to find a good geometry tutor or it's really hard to find like a good, um, I'm just putting AP calculus tutor because you're gonna have less people doing that type of tutoring. Algebra is probably like, you know, the most common tutoring that you, you know, a lot of people do. But if you are really good in, for example, finance, accounting, there's really good money in this because even though there's a lot of tutoring companies offering these type of services, if you get a student, let's say like, and let's say that you're, you're being a tutor for a master's degree and you start with corporate finance, I just put an example then you're going to have corporate finance, managerial finance, and then all of these classes are basically going to start coming up, and that's it. Think about it. You get the student only for one class. Now you have a secure job for probably one or two years because then this student is going to tell someone else, oh, my God, I have this tutor that is really good. Sometimes I have the point is that the more you know, the better you get, like anything in life. So if you want to make money and you're really good, like I said, Excel, that's something that you can make a killing. A lot of people do know how to do Excel. And if you make something like nice and affordable, I think that you're going to get a clientele right away. For the groups, for test preparation, what are the best test preparations to teach? SAT and ACT, they are very common, but that's what everyone is doing. If you are a good GRE tutor and you can do the both sections, for sure, for sure, you're going to have a really nice clientele. If you do GRE and you do GMAT, for sure, you're going to have a, a really nice clientele because sometimes you have students that are so competitive or they're like, look, I don't know which one to do. Can we do GMAT and GRE? And you're like, sure, you know, we can work together. But this requires time and a lot of dedication. You can just not go ahead and be like, oh, okay, I'm going to go ahead and teach GRE and charge $80 an hour. Well, you could, but it's not going to work if you don't sweat the test yourself. It's not going to work if you, like, for example, I took the GRE a couple of times. I mean, it was expensive. It's still expensive, that test. It was years ago. And I remember I said, 
I have to go through this experience a couple of times and that made it. Once I, once I did it, like a couple of times, I said, okay, now I understand how to master the test. Let me go ahead and teach it. And that's how you start writing your, your strategies. That's how you start, you know, getting yourself right there. The most important part of becoming a tutor is having a great communication with your student. Be clear. If they're not doing their job, I, I was very honest with my students. I would be like, I don't think you should, you know, you're not putting the right time to study. You, honestly, if you, if you are a student and your tutor tells you this and you are not responsive enough to say, you know what, then you're just wasting your time tutoring. So once you get a tutor or once you want to become a tutor, the relationship between a student and, and tutor is something that can become a relationship for, like I said, many, many years. And you can basically, you know, make a profession out of it. I'm going to show you. I use this. Um, I'm going to just share the screen right now. I use this website, AW um, Board. This is right here. AW App. And I think this is the best board. I just want to just go ahead and finish with this. Ten bucks a month. Really nice. It's like a group of programmers. I don't know. I have been using this brand for at least, at least like 10 years. They are incredible. Uh, other than that, now you have Zoom. So the technological part, I don't have to tell you what to do, but if you want to go ahead and start a tutoring, you know, to, to become a tutor, the first thing you have to do is say, why am the best at? Why can I be so good at it that when I teach someone, they say, I got it and I love it now. So I think that's basically the magic of being a tutor. Loving something so much that then you just want to share it. I hope you enjoyed this little uh, mini podcast. I hope to see you again. I thought about this tutoring podcast when I was, you know, this morning I was like reading a book and I said, you know what? I want to share this today. And that's basically why I did it. So if you feel the same way, go ahead, get a book and start your own tutoring business. You can do it. <laughs> Have a good day.